Hello all and welcome to episode 14 of Two Sykes in Nikes. In today's episode we discuss pastimes and hobbies. We talk about playing the violin, singing, indoor climbing, road biking, BMXing, to name a few. It's going to be varied and interesting. Hopefully there's something in there that maybe you can relate to. Maybe you've tried it in the past or you're hoping to try it in the future. I hope you enjoy episode 14, Hobbies and Pastimes. And if you do, listen back to previous episodes or spread the word. We need your help and uh, we can't do it without you. Enjoy the episode and thanks for listening. Hello all and welcome to episode 14 of Two Sykes in Nikes. I'm Jody, And I'm Larry. And on this week's show, we're going to have a little chat about pastimes and hobbies and uh, things we might have done over the the years, um, be it creative, sporting, um, just anything and everything. I mean, we've probably all had a go at numerous things over the years. Some stuck with us and like some you might only try a few times. Um, I, I, I suppose I would have been a real tryer of everything. Like I kind of liked doing different things, but that would have labelled me as a kid of kind of um, never sticking with anything or mm. kind of being a bit of a, uh, it would have been a bit of a negative. Um, I remember I would have got football boots, say, and only played then for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, not really liked it and moved on to something else. Like, so did, yeah. like, I don't know if you've any experience of that, like. Yeah, I know. Yeah, t- when you invest in the gear for the hobby, and then you only do it once or twice, like, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, yeah, I have a list here of stuff I've done over the years. You oh, know. you made um, a list. Oh, you made a list. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the most recent ones was I started playing uh, futsal. It's a Brazilian like version of football, indoor football, and uh, I had to buy special runners specifically for indoor football, and um, I I. I played it for a while with a Brazilian team. So all the lads are talking, you know, uh, Brazilian and um, at times. and But they were really, really nice lads. But, uh, like, I didn't follow through with that for various reasons. My me, me foot was hurting me uh, running on the indoor surface. and um, What kind of a surface was, a, was it, Larry? Was it like a blue just a wooden rubber floor, or wood? But okay. the shoes I was wearing, um, I kind of had, I have a problem with my arch and I didn't have an arch support in my shoes and every time my foot slapped down on the ground, it was just like, oh, that doesn't feel right. Hmm. Um, but anyhow, like, uh, I gave it a shot and then I was like, I have to bow out here because my foot is sore and um, I have these shoes now in my hall and I'm like, what am I gonna do with these shoes like you know uh, well, well at least it was only shoes and you didn't have like you know some hobbies require a gansy load of stuff yeah you, should, you know yeah. like when you take up uh, painting or something like you, <laughs> you, need, you, need, you need easel paint cameras, and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you get away with a few things but very quickly yeah. jesus dude you have a stock of stuff and even like a couple of canvases and because you want to practice Oh, your whole there's a whole corner of a room that's all bitty. That's the problem. Like it's, it's very, like when you live in an apartment or something, it's very hard to take up these things and not stick yeah. with them. Yeah, yeah. And then I think uh, you can kind of like right at the start of a hobby. Sometimes I I recall like getting excited about going to buy the gear, and uh, it's like a legitimate reason to do some shopping for very specific things, equipment <laughs> more so than. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you're like, oh, I have to get this gear. Like, so it's not like you're going to buy a t shirt and a pair of jeans. This is like, you know, equipment for your there's new hobby. There's a reason for this. Yeah, yeah and a this reason, is going to yeah. better me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
But the, but you kind of I find sometimes with that you can put a lot of energy into that thing of shopping, and then when it comes to the actual doing of the hobby, if it requires some kind of dedication and perseverance and all that kind of stuff. That mightn't be so forthcoming as compared to the willingness to go shopping. Yeah, isn't that the way? Well, yeah, the shopping is the fun bit and the, the getting all ready and doing all <laughs> yeah. the research. You know, you're online. Yeah. Oh, will I get this pair of futsal runners or this yeah. pair of futsal runners? And then realistically, <laughs> you don't believe no. Um, I I was I grew up like obviously in kind of uh, what would it be? It'd be a suburb very close to Dublin city, and it wasn't a mm. place for BMXs really. Like when I was in in the late nineties or the mid nineties. I would have got a BMX. Nobody was BMXing in the area. There was no, there was no like BMX um, tracks, or there was no. Yeah. Uh, I remember Marley Park had a BMX kind of track, That's but right. it was it was too far away. I, I would have had to put in the car get. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, no, that would have been very far away. <laughs> yeah. 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 So there was nothing like that. Now you've got certain parks around the place have skate parks where. That's right. BMXs can be used which is it's a great facility and I remember there was one built out in Santry as well at the time but that was a thing I harped on about a BMX and I read magazines and I like I was really into it and then I got it and I did mm. use it but it was for more regular cycling around than actually going doing anything shop. on it yeah it was going to shop or uh, going around to see me cousin uh, yeah. or something it wasn't yeah, really yeah. to do stunts or anything like that or be- yeah. because that was I was alone and it, there was no community and I was like ah. so uh, yeah there's there's a lot of incidents like that I think where you, especially if you're into something a bit different and when you get it you kind of nobody else is into it you kind yeah, of yeah if nobody confess- else is into it that's particularly hard to get that going like especially as a kid yeah. Like, yeah, that, that there's a few different kind of, like, the environment, you know, does play a part, you know, if, if you've people to do it with you, um, you know, and is it like a fad, some type of fad, you know, like, say, certain things could be a bit of a fad, um, I don't you know. got any examples there? Like, yeah, I'm trying just to think of... Not a fad, not even a fad, but just kind of bit on the... Like, say, basketball... Yeah, like say yeah. when you were younger, there wouldn't be many people playing basketball. It's not it wasn't a fad, but it was kind of on the outskirts of, yeah, you know, like soccer was really the thing. You know, everybody played soccer, but yeah. then like you could have a fad like in summertime every pl- and Wimbledon was on. Everybody played tennis for f- I was, two I was weeks. Going to say that, and we all we all got our rackets out. I remember in Wexford, <laughs> and everyone would be. You couldn't get near the courts because you, there was only two courts. You'd have to book them, and, yeah. and you couldn't get near them. And yeah, everybody had some sort of racket. And the same with the snooker. I remember when the masters. Yeah, the would snooker. Be on. You get caught up in the fever of it. Oh, I'd go and get myself a cue and everything, and it would be yeah. one of them ones you'd screw down, and you'd feel you'd feel the business putting it into the holder and all. And I used to go up to the snooker club, but snooker. Did you? It's only when you get to a snooker table you realise oh how God. bloody hard and massive so is the, the table man you're like you know and people will be asking you what's your uh, what's your high score or whatever she's like you know if I, if I if I got a handful of points when I was at the table I would have been excited like it's so hard but yeah, yeah I haven't even got snooker down here but that was one that I had a queue and I was going up and down a little bit yeah that was another one yeah I have, I have a few here there was um yeah, kind of like when I talk about hobbies, I was trying to kind of think more of like activity hobbies more so than uh, like stamp collecting or anything like that. Not that I collected stamps, but I, I bang on okay. about the collecting all the time. So I yeah. try to leave that aside for the moment. Yeah. Uh, uh, when I was out, like, yeah, when I was younger, 
kind of, yeah, I tried a couple of different things, but I was primarily into soccer, really. That's what I was into. Um, but when I was a bit older, a bit older, like an adult, uh, I did try singing. Uh, I did two different singing. I did a singing course where I was the only guy in the class. It was just all women, which was uh, that was fine. It didn't bother me. Um, but still, I was the only guy there. And the woman was teaching us how to sing, and the kind of the 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 last class was each person got to sing on their own in front of the other people. Oh my god, it was so uh, I was just so awkward. And this um, is something that I hear I hear a lot of singing coaches are dancing. If people yeah. get into dancing, you have to dance or sing in front of the whole class, which I kind of <laughs> understand, but it's a real turn off. Like I, I I wouldn't go because of that. Like, but I want to yeah. learn about the art, you know? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I don't think I would have known like the outlay of the course, you know, and that that was like the crescendo at the in the last class. And I managed to do it, but it was excruciating. And I also did a booked one lesson with, you know, uh, Christy Dignam from Aslan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His singing coach uh, booked a session with him in town. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> it was He was like, I'm sitting in front of him right in a chair, and he's like, okay, go ahead. And I, I'm like, what do you mean, go ahead? Let's sing us, sing us a bit of a song so I can see well, where we're at. And, and I, I get was it. Like, they, have, they need a base of what you're yeah. like. Yeah. But I just didn't have the confidence. So I was lacking the confidence. So yeah. it wasn't like that I could or couldn't sing. I, and I couldn't I couldn't sing for the guy. Couldn't sing for him. Well, and he so was what did looking, you do? So, so could you, did you, did you do a lesson? There, we kind of sat there trying to... I was like, okay, okay, I think I have an L. And then I'd I'd go for it, but I'd stop. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know why did why you chose yeah. to try and what 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 like do you still want to do this or what was the singing thing? I'm intrigued. Just because like it'd be nice to be able to sing. I think I think I I just wanted to be able to sing. Okay, you know, okay. yeah, get okay, some yeah. lessons around and be good at it. Yeah, it's something you know, that I I yeah. never thought about going to class, but it is lovely to. To, to be able to sing and like it's a bit embarrassing or it's a bit uh, I think it's a bit poor when when you you can't even give it a go even for a laugh or even at a like yeah I would have been petrified if I ever went to karaoke and was asked to get up or um, yeah I, yeah where it's just a bit of fun like yeah, yeah. Where it's not fun for certain people like oh no I'd be terrified yeah I suppose yeah. Did, did you ever go to a language class like I would have done a few different ones over the over the years like Spanish I was learning Spanish um and again, you might be asked to recite something in the class in front of people. And it's it's tricky, you know, it's like because you feel mm. you, you, it's something you have to get used to. It's kind of like public speaking or giving a presentation or you feel very central in it. And uh, yeah. yeah. And then after after I suppose I did Spanish class, I tried to go and learn languages myself then because you can kind of do it nowadays in the privacy of your own home and you can yeah. like um I, I'm I, like anytime I go to a, actually this this could be like a hobby anytime I go to a new country even if, if it's on holidays or if it's for work or whatever I always try and learn a couple of phrases and a couple of things to be able to at least mm. um communicate on a basic form with with the people so like even Arabic and Indonesian like which are they they'd be quite tricky but mm. I would have done all right in them. Um, but yeah, I'd be that'd be a little hobby that I would lo- uh, that I really enjoy is trying to learn a couple of phrases and numbers, say, and 
um yes no the weather like things like that i try to learn all those in the language wherever i'm going even if it's a tricky one like so uh, yeah okay yeah yeah that's that's a nice little hobby yeah 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 i like that uh, any other unusual ones come to mind that yeah, you've yeah, done um, over the years well model making was was one that was um like when I was probably 14 or 15, 14, so I would have got my first plastic model kit, which, so for anyone who doesn't know, like you can get any different type, like tanks, racing cars, uh, sports cars, trucks, planes. Like, so um, I was particularly into cars. I didn't make any of the other stuff, but I, I remember getting my very first one and I distinctly remember not painting it. So they require like a lot of preparation before you build them but it was it yeah. was actually it was a jordan formula one car and it was it was a green one it was i think it was the very first year the 93 car um mm-hmm. i think it was the j193 or the b193 something like that but anyway um i didn't paint any of it and i remember building it all and gluing it all together yeah and then i remember it's something off about it like because it was green but it was just the green plastic color so <laughs> so i very quickly learned right there's going to be more prep so then as i got older I, I it stuck with me for a long time it's i find it very immersive like if i sit down with a model it could be you wouldn't see two hours just whistle boy when you're mm. painting little parts you're sanding and um, you might just say build on one night put the four wheels and tires together, put the decals on and that's, mm-hmm. that's one whole night. Like, so, um, they can be really time consuming, but very rewarding. Now, the problem is trying to keep them all because they can be quite fragile even when they're built. So people keep them in glass cases, but the problem is when you move, like we move house or we, 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 we travel a lot. So they get, they, they end up in an attic in a box and then yeah. the next time you take them out, the wings are broken or yeah, the aerial yeah. has come off. And they're never they the fragile. Same. They're very fragile. So mm. you really need to build them and finish like with a varnish or whatever and put them mm. in a case and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But I love yeah. that. Did you ever did you ever try building that? Like, like did, my dad used to build models and I just had no interest in it. No right. interest. I did I did try I sure would have tried to build one or two things. Yeah, I remember tr- building a little like a guy in the back of a horse, you now with a sword and he had yeah. a sword sticking up in the air. Yeah. Um I think I remember trying to build something like that, but it, it didn't, it just didn't do anything for me really at the time. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then you see, it stuck with me for DIY because I like, I loved then to, I, you see in school, we never did any like handwork. We never did like metalwork, woodwork, but mm. so uh, like, I think the models were my expression of that growing up. And then when I could, I, I did like, my dad used to always say, here, come here, help me with this DIY thing. He'd always be doing, still is. But I, I'd never had any interest as a young fellow. I was like, no, I'm going out to play or whatever. So, but somehow I think some of the skills, just by osmosis, by me seeing my dad with the stuff, I think it's because I, I would give anything a go now. And I remember uh, even from my junior year way back, I built a, a, a log cabin um with lollipop sticks with ice cream sticks and like made skis and all and steamed mm-hmm. the wood to curl it up like skis and uh i scorched the chimney black to make it look like the chimney was like being oh, cool. regularly used and uh, i actually got an a in higher art in my junior cert like it was so kind of gave me a little inkling that maybe i was like kind of and it's funny i got an a in junior cert art Mm-hmm. And I did. I I didn't know what to do. Still didn't know what to do when I was leaving school. Nobody ever suggested. 
geez, you, you, maybe you're into something the creative. Maybe you should yeah, look at that. Yeah. Like it's it's unbelievable. It was the only A I got, I think, in secondary yeah. school, and nobody took any notice of it. You know. Yeah, no, I did. I think it, uh, whether we like it or not, it does, sometimes we do need somebody else to point something out to us or to say, oh, why don't you try this or go yeah. this direction? It could literally just be that. That's yeah. all someone says. Oh, yeah, I see you're into art. Why don't you uh, go to college and study art? That yeah. that could be all it takes, like. Yeah, I know. That, and, and I'd be like, oh, that's a oh. Br- I'll, I'll look that up. That, w- that would have been yeah. in two seconds, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, and then when I did like, so for about two years, I was a full-time artist then, um, in my late twenties. And then I did, went and did a framing course for about 10 weeks and the I got framing all the, course? yeah, framing. Yeah. So framing frame making. pieces of art, like, yeah, because my, my collection needed frames and mm. the, the cost of it was like, it was, it was, I remember I would say it was, say I had 10 to 12 pieces and it would have mm. been like 150 quid for a frame or something i was here i am That's doing right, massive yeah. over a grand and i was like mm. so what i did was i went to took a course over a, in a college a night course and again went and got the saw i got like a chop saw and then i, I opened an account in a in a frame supplier so you'd go down and buy lengths of the wood mm-hmm. and you'd buy the wood paint the glue how to fix it and then i go home and in the apartment, I was chop sawing the wood and painting them, and it looked it looked great because I did them all identically, so it looked like a collection. It was oh, cool, but, but yeah, that was another little kind of semi hobby. Um, let's see, running. I suppose Larry, we we probably would have over the years kind of come in and out running, would we? Like a little bit of jogging and stuff. Yeah, uh, I suppose yeah, running. I joined a run club at one stage and. Yeah, I, I I was kind of thinking whether to put run down the list because I do it now more of it as a necessity for self care. Yeah, you know, um, keeps me from getting grumpy really. So I'd say loads of people run for that reason. Yeah, but uh, yeah, in the past it would have been more of a hobby, uh, but now it's more of a kind of necessity. Um, so I would have had a hobby like uh, swimming would have been a hobby of mine for oh, a long, long time. Yeah. would have went swimming a lot like uh, since i don't know since i was a kid up to like into me early 30s you know okay fairly regularly be swimming yeah yeah now pool swimming or just going for a dip in the ocean or what no well a bit of everything like uh i'll be mainly swimming in swimming pools like olympic size pools things like that yeah and um uh, yeah i did try join a team uh in tally one time but uh, yeah, it didn't last too long. So I used to go, yeah, I used to just go swimming on my own, really. Okay. Um, but nowadays, like, my current hobby really has been soccer. Mm. That's been, I know it's not an unusual hobby, but uh, gosh, that took me years to to get, that took me a good two years, I think, to really get settled into it so okay. that I could enjoy it without any real injuries and you know, I could just go and enjoy the sport, the the sport, as opposed to like that whole learning curve, which probably is the thing that stops you from moving forward with hobbies. Is that like, unfortunately, there's a big learning curve most of the time, and if there's not enough fun in it, it it's just it's hard to maintain it. Really, like I think fun is a key part of it. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like say if you're you were mentioning about doing the languages and all, yeah. or the singing, you know that thing of getting up in front of someone to sing, 
if it's like okay uh, stand in front of the class and everybody stay quiet uh, Lawrence is going to sing now that's not doesn't sound like too much fun but if it's done in a way that it's like just a bit of crack yeah you could be doing the exact the essence is the same you're standing up and singing but it's done with a bit of cracks, a bit of fun, and you're more lo- loose and open to doing it because it's just nobody. You don't feel anybody's going to judge you. We're all just having a having a laugh. Um, I think the, if that's sprinkled throughout the the process, then you know, like when I learned how to play soccer when I was a kid, we just played in the fields and the streets, and yeah. it wasn't like a formal organized event. Yeah, you know, and I think it, yeah, when things have that, like learning a language, possibly. Like you imagine you would get a lot from just going in like in villages or cities and actually using the language. Yeah, that's the reward. Informal. Yeah. That's where you get a bit of a kick, especially if someone responds to you in a positive way. You get it, it can give you a bit more motivation to continue with it, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. That, well, I'd say longevity of the of the hobby definitely. Like, if you need to enjoy it, I mean, you might give something a go and you might stick with it, even if it's painful. Or so, like a lot of some people get a buzz out of the frustration or the pain of training for something or of uh, taking up a new thing. Like, um, I remember I wasn't a big runner; I wouldn't have run as a kid. But then when I get into mid 20 yeah mid 20s we start running a bit myself my partner and we decided to do the Dublin Marathon so it kind of gave us a, a goal after like 18 months um of but also the time investment for all these things like if mm. to, to train for a marathon we were kind of going out um, a couple of a couple of nights a week after work and you'd have to go out for like two hours and you know, and in the evening, a lot of times it's very hard to dedicate the time you need and even taking up an instrument or learning a language like there, there is a consistent time that needs to be invested. Like, um, so, yeah. yeah, enjoyment, though, is the key. I've, I suppose my, the very first time I snowboarded was 93 and snowboarding. It, yeah. And oh, that cool. And that was 93. And uh, I remember I bought us. I actually bought again. We're talking about buying the stuff and I remember there was a rep I was actually in Austria at the time on a on a ski holiday and me dad um there was a there was a, a snowboard that one of the reps had and um mm-hmm. it was 60 pounds they wanted for this it was uh, they obviously they were English and they wanted 60 pounds for this snowboard and I was like yeah. okay seems fair enough so me dad I think me dad got it for me and on the last Saturday morning so we had we had our week of holidays but say the bus was picking us up at three to bring us to the airport. Mm-hmm. My dad actually fair play to him. We went to the bottom of a slope, and we didn't have we didn't have a lift pass for that day, and they're too expensive. So, yeah, he walked me up, and and held. I remember him holding me two arms, and yeah. I buckled in. And yeah. he, we tried to do as best we could. He tried to kind of swing me round to turn, and and the yeah, sun. Yeah. It was it was March and the sun was blasting down and I remember yeah. my dad was sweating like typical yeah, Irish. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> but that was um so but that stuck with me, snowboarding stuff from ninety three to today. So I think again, yeah, you're talking about fun for longevity. I love snowboarding more than anything else. So mm. that's yeah, that that's that's true. Yeah, and then I'm just thinking also, like, uh, say with the soccer for me, because when I was younger, I played soccer for, like, say, 10 years straight. I, I had experienced the highs, you know, so as an adult getting back into the sport, I had that memory and, and uh, like, 
tangible experience of of the highs. So I, I knew, even though it was a long process getting back into it, I, I was willing to put the effort in because I, I knew I'd get to experience those highs again. But yeah. in order to experience them, I had to my fitness had to be a certain level. You know, my um, just the you know your body getting used to doing the thing again. You know, yeah. I don't know what you call that, but just the experience. Reconditioning kind of or something. Condi- yeah, the conditioning, yeah. <clears throat> My body had to be conditioned again to be, well, and then I had a combination of like fitness, conditioning. Then I did get to experience those highs again, you know, experience flow and, yeah. you know, because if you're, if you're not fit, like you, you just can't get to the flow bit because you're exhausted, like from the get go, uh, yeah, you know, so you, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, yeah, it, is so. it Astro Park 5 aside, Lair? Is it full size? Uh, yeah, Astro. It's actually non... It's it's called non-contact, but there is there is physical contact, but um, there's no, like... The ethos of the game is... Um, it's about skill as opposed to aggression, uh, you know. Um, and also, the lads are, like, you know, from 30 upwards, and they have jobs, a lot are self-employed, so nobody wants to get injured, okay. you know. And um, but it works out really well, you know. Mm. I've I've always liked the focus being on skill and uh, like aggression, on physicality, or, or yeah, or yeah, size. that always yeah mm. always appealed to me. Don't get me wrong, I, I don't mind a, a, you know a solid, uh, I don't know tackle like, but not where it's like you're just gonna hack the legs off someone because you don't have the skill to compete with them. Yeah, you know that kind yeah. of thing. And uh, and uh, let me ask you this, Larry. These days now, like, have you have you anything like that's 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 kind of gnawing at you to try, or have you just taken up anything new, or is there a little thing that's saying, oh, I must revisit that, or I must take that up again, or is there anything? Yeah, well, I I was just thinking of it there this morning. I I I didn't know whether it was a hobby, but I, I like adventure holidays. Um, yeah. So I, for the last few years, every year I'd go one on one or two adventure holidays and go like for a week long. I'd go on my own with a group of people like who I, I wouldn't know who the group of people are. And then um, we'd have a guide. And one of the times I went to Slovenia and we we trekked for like uh, like four days up to uh, the highest mountain in in Slovenia called the Troidlav and we did via Ferretti where you, you, yeah, you hook, that looks hook your, yeah you hook yourself into the side of the cliff or mountain and um you know to keep you safe. Where did you stay there? Just just a matter of interest, what what was the town? Was it Kranskigora or somewhere, you know? Well as we were hiking along the mountain like we were staying as we got higher and higher up the, the Troidlav mountain, we'd be staying in these like the call huts. Yeah. Very like very not very basic, but basic. There'd be no hot water, so you'd have to have cold shower, like yeah. ice cold shower in the morning before you what set off. What did you do off. for food? Did you did you just carry everything? Yeah. Uh, no, you could get food in these huts, so it'd be very basic, like brad, you know, brad horse, you know, sausages yeah. and, uh, yeah, just bread. basic, yeah. yeah, yeah, bread and yeah, and beer. You get beer and wine, maybe and, soup, um, maybe maybe goulash or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it was grand. Like you didn't mind. Yeah, it was. It was you were just happy after long days uh, trekking. Sounds like. lovely. Yeah, ah, it's the best. It was the best. Like, yeah. So I suppose that's 
that's something I, I get excited about thinking oh I'd like to go on an adventure holiday again so it's like a hobby but more like a annual <laughs> annual hobby yes yeah, like, <laughs> like, like I don't know what to call it no, it's, not, it's not really a hobby it's more of a you know there could be a bit of hobby around it and some type of preparation to it but yeah um and and what would yeah. you would you would it be a walking type thing again like like or a cycling thing or a swimming thing or well one of the times i went and we did cycling and uh hiking and kayaking and all different swimming in this yeah swimming and all different adventure stuff okay you know? okay so that was uh, another yeah. craze there was, there was a craze actually about biking just as you mentioned it there like uh, there still is like road biking blew up there a few years ago especially in ireland um road everyone biking. had a, yeah and i got a road bike um uh, was probably uh maybe 2008 i think i got a road bike and i loved the way this bike it looked great i was i got it in germany and um mm-hmm. i was brilliant but i never took to road biking really it was uh again I feel you have to go out for hours um, at a time, and I, I ne- and you have to go for miles. And I just, I couldn't get me, I couldn't get into the enjoyment of it. Like, um, never did it for yeah, me. Like, yeah. I like the feeling yeah. of the bike under your, like when you pedal. There was a real efficiency of movement, kind of, and it, it sounded nice. The bike sounded nice. Um, mm. I liked the the feeling of cycling, or when you accelerated, it was very instantaneous compared to a city bike or something, but. Um, mm-hmm. even putting on the even putting on the outfit with with this like with the certain padding and all i'm me body shape and all just wasn't really for cycling i, I used it in and out to work a few times and that but i didn't keep it long i probably kept it for a year and i sold it but that was another thing i tried and i got all the stuff for it. that's right yeah 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 i know there's something about like there's what's the what is that thing where you'd Someone might say to you, do you want to go out again, Jody, on the bike? And you go, nah, nah, no, leave it. Yeah. And then there might be another thing someone else would ask you, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to go swimming or hiking or running. There's that kind of excitement yeah. to it where you just say yeah to it. You wouldn't think twice. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. Mm, but yeah. it's okay to try different things. That's what I've learned as well. Like from, from my childhood, thinking I was a bit flaky or a bit random with different things i've probably I, I see it as a strength now that, I'm, that i have a desire to at least give something a goal indoor climbing was something that i tried for a few months got the climbing. oh yeah i did that as well yeah oh did you yeah i got the shoes yeah. um i still ha- i have them here actually uh, i got the the chalk the chalk bag and it was bouldering and i really enjoyed it i've done it in germany and in ireland mm. and lovely clubs now there is and it's a very enjoyable thing way to spend a few hours and you have a coffee mm. and you have a chat with everyone so i would get back into that if it was if it was local i'm not going to drive an hour or two to do it but if, if there was a local club i would probably go to it once or twice a week i did enjoy it yeah yeah i did I, i've done that as well actually i did a bit of indoor wall climbing yeah. and actually me and my partner did a course together in ucd right. and um that was fun. It was nice to do something together. But I remember one of the times we went to this, uh, I think it's called Awesome Walls. It's in Dublin. And we went and I remember me and Galinda were standing there. We, we, we had a guide, like a, I don't know, a guide, but someone helping us who worked there. Yeah. And um, they, they, they were like, okay, so which one do you want to go first? And I was looking up at the wall, you know, at the ceiling. I was like, yeah, having to think about it. And before I could make a decision, Galinda was halfway up the, <laughs> the wall. 
And I was like, oh, damn. Uh, and she touched the ceiling and came straight back down. And I was like, okay, it's your turn now. So I, I was, I, oh, yeah, it took me do, twice the length of her to get up the wall. And but you had, to stuck, do it. you had to do it. You had to do it. Got stuck at one point. <laughs> yeah. Well, the funny thing is, it doesn't look too bad until you're up on the wall. And then, you know, only a couple of steps up and you look down and it's, oh, like you get that little, okay, this yeah. is, this is, yeah, if I, yeah, yeah, if I fall here, like, uh, yeah, 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 it's overcoming that um, fear of heights. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it is. It's a very enjoyable thing, though, and it uses the whole body in a very. It's an unusual kind of movement, and it's something I don't think mm. we get to experience too often. Now, there's like this whole body tension, and I can see how it's very good. Like I think it's it's really beneficial, like health wise and mentally. So, um, I would go oh, back. Oh yeah, to and you can like you're you can only be fully in the moment doing those particular yeah. type of activities. Like you can't be off thinking about whatever it is you're worried about you know no every um, finger and every toe is like panicking yeah you. <laughs> yeah and then um, like little things like instead of pulling up with your arms they say push up with your legs yeah yeah you know stuff like that yeah where, where you, you want where to you use your upper be, body yeah yeah because yeah, you wouldn't be used to pushing yourself up with your legs yeah yeah but um yeah and that's I, great yeah i've one yeah. last thing then uh what did i have on my list oh yeah the violin so yeah, I, I mentioned this before that last summer I picked up a violin and it's something that I, I love the sound of. And again, I like I'm late. I'm late to the party with learning instruments, but I kind of I've gone a bit mad. So I, I love I love the guitar so much that I said, well, it has strings. It's made of wood. You know, how hard can it be? But I do. I'm struggling with it now. It's um, I don't yeah. take it out very often. It's you have to put it back in its case. And I find that's a huge kind of stumbling block is you put it all back in, you loosen off the bow, you put everything in and to take it back out just takes a few minutes. You have to tune it. They're very they're very fickle, it feels like. And then okay, yeah. and then you sound terrible when you're learning. Like it's actually it's hard on the ears. So um, <laughs> I, I will I, I actually I know I will but it's just it's not as easy now I have a bit of space here and there's no neighbour really to to mm-hmm. give out if I was living in an apartment it might be different so maybe I should learn while I have a bit of space here but that's me so that's me latest thing now yeah latest thing of course do I have any latest thing mm, not really I don't think so I'm just waiting to get back to play football now with all this going on at least you've something though yeah no that's it really well that's it i'm actually gonna i'm gonna shamelessly plug my guitar course because it's it fits with this episode perfectly so uh tomorrow um tuesday the what is it this is the 16th tomorrow Larry? what day is tomorrow uh yeah 16th tomorrow night tuesday seven o'clock irish time there'll be uh i'll be doing a little guitar course for uh, for uh, like total total beginners so if you've if you have a guitar sitting there and you you're looking at it and you don't know what to do with it, um, yeah, look on my website at uh, talktothebishop.com or email me info at talktothebishop.com and we can have a chat about it. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm just shamelessly throwing that out there, Larry. But um, I'd like to thank everyone again for listening. Uh, that was episode fourteen. So we will have uh, we'll have another one later in the week. Keep tuning in. Keep listening. Spread the word if you're enjoying it. And yeah, thanks very much for listening.